orgasmic enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The Anami Guarantee, all women, all orgasms. Every woman can. This is one of my favorite things to put out there to people. The promise that everyone can. Whatever age or stage you are at in your life, you can achieve all of the epic sexual adventures and milestones I talk about. I guarantee it. All women can produce tsunamis of lubrication. Yes, even when menopausal, pregnant, or postpartum, all women can ejaculate across the room. All women can have multiple daily G-spot, cervical, nipple, and energy, and anal orgasms on the daily. All women can shoot ping pong balls with their vaginas. These things are possible for every woman. Some women will go home and have their very first g-spot or squirting experience after hearing me tell them they can that very same day all they needed was permission and to know that it's possible in the western allopathic vernacular the message is that some women can some women can't some women have g-spots and you know others don't as well as they're their little girl as they pat you on the head don't feel bad if you can't it's okay there are other fun things you can do too I find this messaging to be uber insulting as it's ignorant and depriving women of the truth and power of their own bodies. If you find a sex coach or so-called sex expert who tells you that not all women can or the G-spot doesn't exist or the only orgasms are clitoral, my advice is... Run. It's pretty embarrassing, actually, but all they are revealing to you is how underfucked they are and how woefully misinformed and inexperienced they are with their own bodies and vaginas. Sigh. Luckily, you have me. I discovered these orgasms at an early age, and they've been my benchmark for what is possible in sex. First off, there are some women who have never had any kind of orgasm at all, and then there are those who have had clitoral orgasms but have no idea that they can have G-spot, cervical, squirting orgasms. They may have tried once or twice with no success, and then they bought into the myth that they were just one of those women who can't. Many women have never even heard of cervical orgasms or energy orgasms or thought it was possible to have analgasms, nipplegasms, or orgasms without touch. But it is. I often say that if a woman has been existing on a steady diet of clitoral or no orgasms, she's going to be underfucked. Why? Because the clitoris is literally the tip of the iceberg. It is one-tenth of the pleasure that a woman is capable of experiencing. Like I always say, 
all the good stuff is in the vagina. The life-changing, psychedelic, reality-bending, self-actualizing, vibrating with ecstasy for days and awakening your deep self orgasms are all located in the vagina, especially the cervix, which truly is the gateway to your queendom. I have other podcasts where I go more into detail how these orgasms feel, what they look like, which you can hear about in my How to Have Vaginal Orgasms episode. And some of that is in today's episode as we discuss these things with Mila. Mila is a stay-at-home mom homeschooling her two children and currently pregnant with her third. She started the salon thinking, and I quote, I felt like I would probably be the one woman who didn't get there. I didn't feel like I could do it. I thought it was probably true for everybody, but given my whole sexual history from childhood onward and how I've always thought about sex, I didn't think it was possible for me. She had a history of some traumatic experiences that she was able to clear out doing the salon work. She started discovering herself and her vagina at age 38, and prior to that, she didn't touch herself for decades. She now says things like, I want to have sex every single day. I want to get my husband's pants off as soon as possible. I love giving him blowjobs. I pretty much am always turned on, and I look forward to self-pleasure time so that I can go and be with myself and enjoy my body and make myself feel amazing. She had her first cervical orgasm first weeks into the salon and says this, it was about 100 times more powerful than a clitoral orgasm. And the way it made me feel emotionally was completely mind blowing. I had the orgasm and I started crying. I cried for about five minutes and then that crying turned into laughing and I laughed for about 20 minutes. All of these practices came together in the most amazing way that not only grew me sexually, but also grew my my husband and me sexually together because the more sexual I become, and he's doing his own work as well, the more magic we create together. So how did she get there? Let's hear from Mila and find out. Well fucked all stars. Welcome Mila. It's fabulous to have you here. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, so we'd like to hear all about your journey to being a well-fucked woman. So before you began this work, would you have considered yourself to be under-fucked in the Anami clinical definition? Under your definition, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. And so what was that like? What was going on for you? Um. Well, my husband and I love each other very much and we're very attracted to one another and we we've always loved being intimate but i think as society kind of expects you to think that you really only have sex once a week and starting in your you know once you have a family once a week is great and of course prior to my husband doing the sexual mastery for men we also both believe that once a week meant that we go upstairs to the bedroom and we started having sex right then and there. But it was always very enjoyable for me because I love being with my husband. I love being intimate with him, but, and I thought that's what sex was all about, but because it wasn't as fulfilling to me, it didn't feel back then the way that it feels now. I guess I didn't really have the drive to do it more often than that. Although I was happy to do it once a week. And uh, then we learned 
from you that actually it's normal for <laughs> for the woman to take a lot longer to get turned on and want to have sex and that not to mention all the clearing of the what do you call that all the talking clearing and, the blocks clearing the glass yeah all of that stuff just set the stage for um vkf vaginal comfort in like the most amazing way and so yeah those two courses together have completely and totally transformed our sex life and how sex feels most importantly and i want to have sex every single day and i want to get my husband's pants off as soon as possible <laughs> <laughs> that was not the case at all like yeah so transformed for sure Right. Excellent. And so when I say to people that when I talk about the Anami guarantee, the notion that all women, all men can, all women are multi-orgasmic. They can have G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms, ejaculate across the room. They can have full body orgasms, shoot ping pong balls with their vagina, like what have massively high libidos, want to have sex every day. When I would say that, let's say before you began doing this work, what would you have thought if you'd heard that? Well, I did hear that. And I thought that (laughs) It sounds really wonderful. And I'm a very trusting person, so like I, I kind of right away believed you, but even despite being a very optimistic person, I felt like I will probably be that one woman who doesn't get there. Right. <laughs> so I didn't have those expectations from I didn't feel like I could do it. I felt like it's probably true for everybody, but given I guess my whole sexual history from childhood onwards and how I've always thought about sex. I didn't think that it was possible for me, but as I was doing the course, like literally every week, like here and I'd be like, wow, Kim was right. Wow, she was telling the truth. And yeah, I just constantly kept saying that and it's so cool, (laughs) yeah. Amazing. So when you say your history and childhood background and stuff, is there anything you wanna share about that? Um, Well, my first ever memory Like, I feel like my earliest childhood memory would be, um, I was probably like three and I was napping and then I decided to play with myself. And then my mom came into the room and caught me and she said, don't you ever, ever, ever do that again. That's really, really, really bad. And um, so I listened to her because I I was a very, um, I was the type of child that kind of just did everything my parents ever said. And uh, so I never did that again. Also, I, I have uh, um, experienced a traumatic sexual event when I was around four as well. And uh, so that, I think in particular, that one event um, affected sort of how I viewed sex and viewed my sexual organs or sexual body parts throughout my whole teenage years. So I never touched myself, ever. And I actually have two kids and with both of them when I gave birth. I had no idea what the cervix is. I had no idea how anything worked because I kind of tried, I think I tried to suppress everything related to that and not learn anything about it because it did bring, um, I guess, traumatic feelings <laughs> in a way, but not just the traumatic feelings, although although I do feel like I have, um, I was in a pretty good place in regards to that by the time I started your course, but um, not having touched myself ever and suppressing everything sexual about me for such a long time definitely was what shaped how I viewed sex and my vagina being completely numb. 
sense in my 30s. Right. So you go from having a numb vagina to working with the jade egg, working on your sexual blocks and issues and practices that we do in the course. So what was that transformation like for you? And that you now say that you enjoy self-pleasuring coming from a background of not and having a lot of dark, you know, suppression around the idea of touching yourself. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that was a few questions. I'm going to try to. Yeah. Let's start with the transformation, <laughs> numb vagina to pleasured vagina. So numb vagina basically meant that the only way I could reach an orgasm before was if my husband went down on me. And even then he would have to do it for at least 20 minutes. And I didn't enjoy it for those 20 minutes. I feel like that's the worst part is that I always, I heard women say that they enjoy oral sex. But for me, it was about like, okay, I'm going to lay there for 20 minutes and I'm going to look like I enjoy it. And then I'll have an orgasm and then that'll be great. And uh, and then as far as intercourse, it was 100% just about um, being into very much. But I didn't have feelings and sensations in there that could potentially bring on an orgasm ever. I went to your website and got that mini selenette. Yeah. And so I bought an egg and that was my first experience with really like doing anything with my vagina on my own. (laughs) And I realized that just like putting my fingers in there, touching myself in that way, that was all strange. I mean, I used tampons, (laughs) but that's very, very different. So, so yeah. So I guess I started basically discovering my myself and my vagina at almost 38. And um, just doing the egg from that little selenette that you had for, for two weeks, all of a sudden my husband and I were having sex and I was actually feeling something. All of a sudden I could feel things and all of a sudden that possibility that you could actually have an orgasm from just like intercourse was like wow i actually believe that it's possible and then at that point i actually had this thought that well you know what this is enough because like i'll just do this a lot and then um and then i'll get there but no i was like no that's probably not (laughs) true i should still do the course and oh my goodness it is massive like the things that i would have missed because it took me so much further than just discovering my vagina and all of these sensations and feelings that I had didn't know before, but also the breast massage. That's huge. And I don't know if I'm kind of going off course a bit, but That's all right. um, yeah, self-pleasuring and getting comfortable with touching myself. I mean, I didn't have, actually, I didn't really have issues with touching myself. Like I, it's not like I put my fingers inside me and felt like, oh, this is, this feels bad. Um, but it's just, it was unusual. And so, but quickly, little by little, I started feeling things and I started enjoying things and yeah. Excellent. Okay. So describe how you went from only ever having clitoral orgasms to then having cervical orgasms and how did that feel? Um, so my first experience with a cervical orgasm was about five weeks into the course. And it was really amazing because um, 
Well, first of all, I, what you say about letting go and not trying to control things, my husband kind of took me by surprise with us getting into sex in that very moment. And then, and then maybe like 20 minutes into us having sex, I had experienced my first cervical. And the reason why I know it was a cervical orgasm is because I've never had an orgasm with my husband from just my husband having sex with me. Mila, can we let I'm gonna let's say that we also turn your video off. Oh, okay. And keep the audio because it's still you know, and it just might be a the way sure. of it today, but oh, if yeah. we reduce the bandwidth that might help. Okay. Sure. All right. So carry what's that? Just yeah, you start that little section over. Okay. Okay, so about uh, five weeks into us uh, about five weeks into me doing that course. I, my husband and I started having sex and he kind of took me by surprise. It's actually at that point, it was a couple of weeks that we had sex because I was in the middle of my first trimester and the fatigue and not feeling great. And yeah, so he took me by surprise and we ended up having this incredible, incredible sex where I was feeling everything. But I mean, I was feeling a lot by the fifth week in the course I was already feeling so much and I did feel that build up towards an orgasm pretty much every time we had sex but I didn't expect to have sex in that moment he took me by surprise and I didn't expect or think about having an orgasm which I think was such a huge part of it and about 20 minutes into having sex I I had my first cervical orgasm amazing and I, yeah and the reason why I know it was a cervical orgasm is because prior to that moment, I've never ever had an orgasm from my husband just being inside me. It was only ever through oral sex before, um, or lots and lots of oral sex. And then like, just before I come, he would enter me, then we would occasionally be able to reach that. But this was just us having sex. And the, the second reason I know it's a cervical orgasm is because it was about a hundred times more powerful and the way that it made me feel emotionally was just completely mind blowing because I first, I, I, so I had the orgasm, I started crying, I cried for about five minutes and then that cry turned into laughing and I laughed for about 20 minutes. But <laughs> honestly, I feel like I could have laughed for longer than 20 minutes and my husband is amazing, especially because he did the sexual mastery for me and he knew exactly what to do through the five minutes of crying, 20 minutes of laughing. He was just, you know, going at it and going harder and he made me feel <laughs> like I'm able to keep going. But after 20 minutes of laughing, I just felt like, okay. And yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience. And I'm happy to be able to share it. That's incredible. I love that because he'd done SMM, sexual mastery for men, he was able to hold you through that because that is, that's what I teach these guys is what to do when your woman does reach these cataclysmic breakthrough places, especially during sex and during their vaginal and cervical orgasms. And so I love that he was able to really hold you there. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knowing my husband, he would have he would have just done that anyway, honestly. But I know a lot of men wouldn't have, and uh, right. yeah, yeah, amazing. And now you have them all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Thanks. so back to the self pleasuring, where before you 
you know, were averse to touching yourself and then you got into a place where you really enjoy self-pleasuring and you've made it part of your self-care routine. So tell us about that. Yeah, so one of the things that I love so much about um, all the practices that I learned in your course is that when I do have time to myself, which um, my husband has always been incredible at giving me, you know, at least two hours to myself every single day when he comes home at four o'clock, is I have like kind of like a purpose <laughs> and I get to not just uh, do the self-pleasuring, but also the egg routine. And of course the egg routine comes with breathing and like I try to get my husband and I keep kind of on and off trying to get into meditating. And I feel like meditating and self-pleasuring and breathing and the breath work and the, um, the Jada practice, they're all just kind of come together and they give me a lot more purpose than just meditation itself. So I feel very driven and I feel the effects of it. And I absolutely love doing it. I feel like in the past when it came to something like meditating, if my husband were to take the kids somewhere like he often does to give me time to myself meditating would be a bit like oh mm, i better go do that you know it'll, it'll be good for me and sometimes i did sometimes i didn't but but this um doing the practices from your course i want to do these things i look forward to them giving me the time so that i could go and be with myself and enjoy my body and make myself feel amazing and yeah and of course the the breast massage. That was something else with the breast massages. When when I when I knew that it was going to be part of the course, I kind of started doing it right away. And I just did stuff that kind of came to my own mind. And it didn't feel satisfying. And it also felt boring. And I didn't enjoy it. And I kept thinking that, you know, I can I can make myself do this. I can get used to it, but it was always kind of a drag. But then once I finally got to the part in the course where you teach the techniques, wow, what a huge difference. I, I skipped a day yesterday and I don't remember what the reason for it was, but I never ever skipped that. It is one of the most incredible ways for me to connect myself with myself. And it is probably the best way for me to get turned on. And then I absolutely have to self-pleasure after that. And <laughs> I have to. And yeah, so there's just all of these practices come together in the most amazing way that not only grow me sexually, but they also, and of course, make, um, grow my husband and I sexually together. Because as the more sexual I become, and he's, of course, doing his own work as well, the more magic we create together. And yeah, so thank you for that. For all these things. I love it. Is there anything more you would say about what you just said in that you, because also you're both doing this conscious work, the magic that you create together, like how have you noticed that you both being centered in this work and conscious of using your sexual energy in a creative way, how has that changed your lives? Not just your relationship, but your outer lives. Okay, so I am... I stay at home, homeschooling mom. I have a two and a half year old son and a five and a half year old daughter. So, and I'm also pregnant right now. My passion right now in the moment is um, being with my kids and teaching them the stuff that they want to learn and just giving them this really awesome childhood. <laughs> and 
prior to doing your work, I definitely had a lot less energy for those things. Um, I feel like one of the ways that it helps, that the practices help, is they help me channel um, my own energy in a way where I can be with myself through these practices, gain all of this energy and inspiration, and then create things with my kids. So right now, that's where I am. I Eventually, I do want to get into something once they're a little bit older and something that will make me money. <laughs> but right now, this is what makes me happy, and this is how I'm using this newfound energy. I mean, I, I always had energy for my kids. It's just it's a whole other level right now. Right. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're taking that life force energy and translating that into creative power. You are more inspired about all of your projects. And I always tell people it's not just about these classic artistic pursuits like painting or sculpting or drawing, but we can channel that energy into everything we do, whether that's cooking, parenting, gardening, exercising, writing, all of that benefits from this overflow of creative brilliance that we're now tapping into via our sex lives, our conscious sex lives. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Every time you say in the podcast or somewhere where um, do the meditate, masturbate, create. Yeah. And whenever you say create or go play with your kids, I'm like, yeah, that, that applies to me. I go and play with my kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. So, and what else would you say about your improvement in your sex life with your partner overall? Um, overall, I guess how much we love each other and how much we enjoy each other's company and how much we enjoy touching each other. Um, that hasn't changed. That has always been like that. But the effect that, that it has on me in terms of how different it feels, it makes me want to have that constantly. And so he sees me get turned on by his cock and he loves that and before i would not really get turned on by his cock um i guess i sorry actually can we scratch that i want to i want to say that part a little bit differently sure yep so um <clears throat> so basically in the past the way that i felt about sex is it didn't actually drive me into wanting having sex. But now when I think about sex with my husband, when I think about his cock, I, I want to have sex. And so uh, the fact that my husband sees that I am obsessed with his penis and I am excited for him to come home so that I could touch it and <laughs> have sex. And... Um, so overall, I think. Can you repeat and, and that last line again? There was just a cut out when you said you're excited for him to come home and have sex. Can you start that line okay. over again? Okay. So now every day I'm excited for my husband to come home so that we could have sex. I'm excited to see his penis. I'm excited to have sex with his penis. And I love giving him blowjobs like before giving a blowjob was really about making him happy. And the fact that he was happy made me happy. 
But now it's different. Now it's not just about making him happy. I genuinely really want to give him blowjobs. It brings me such joy to do that now. And and so of course you imagine you can imagine he doesn't complain about that and he loves it too. And I think that's how how the work has impacted us sexually as a couple. That we have all the time now. Yeah. And I love that you get turned on just at the thought of your husband's penis. Yes, absolutely. And that's where I think that sentience comes into play that you talk about. Um, I, because I'm pretty much always turned on because my husband is pretty much always in my mind. I think it's that turned on feeling that makes you feel like you're not alone. Like uh, I have my vagina right there with me all throughout the day. (laughs) And it's really cool. So I totally understand what you mean about sentience and how she's not just there. And her and me, and it's a really cool feeling. And to expand on that for many people who may not have heard me talk about that before, it's the idea that once you really inhabit and enliven and connect to your genitals, they become like this conscious presence within you. So it's not, most people are quite numb and disconnected from their genitals. And so through doing this enlivening, we develop not only a relationship with them, but it's almost like they have their own consciousness and their own conscious awareness. And we begin to have relationships with not just our partner, but with their genitals and not just us, but with our own genitals. Would you say that sums it up? Completely true. I now have a relationship with my husband and with his penis. And I also have a relationship with my vagina. And sometimes I tell my husband, if he had a really hard day at work, that love it's okay. Once we get to bed, you can go straight to sleep. I'm just going to play with your cock. Like you don't have to even know that I'm there. And he always says yes. And despite how tired he sometimes might be, he always gets up for it. I love it. That's so awesome. Um, I love the spirit of play as well that you're weaving throughout your intimate life with each other. Is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So given kind of my upbringing and the way that I thought about sex, it was really important to me to be different with my daughter in regards to sex and our sexual organs. And even prior to learning about your work, I already sort of, you know, felt comfortable about that and I knew that she would have a different upbringing in that regard but getting to know your work that just took it to a completely other level and I'm so committed to making sure that she's 100% comfortable with her vulva and with everything wonderful that comes with her vulva <laughs> she's only five but I, and I'm I'm also going to have another daughter so once second daughter is born and I'm happy to be able to um, let them grow up in a way where they don't feel like they need to suppress those feelings or like they're awkward or strange in any way and you know my husband is 100% on board about that too that's beautiful I love that you are taking that knowledge and wisdom and sharing it I mean you'll already be modeling that in your own energy in your own relationship but to then take that further into having being open and inviting those conversations and being making it fully normalized right that the openness and that the healthiness of it all is completely normalized within your household that's beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent 
Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us today, Mila. Uh, you're so welcome. And Kim, thank you so much for your work and for making such a huge difference in our lives and something that we'll take with us for the rest of our lives. And that's really cool. It was possible for Mila and it's possible for you too. One of the reasons I love featuring our all-stars is so that you too know you can overcome any seeming obstacle and turn yourself into a well-fucked woman. Every woman can, I guarantee it. The Well-Fucked Woman Salon, which is the ultimate guide to how to live, love, and orgasm in a female body is now open for registration. In the salon, we cover all the different vaginal orgasms and how to get there, G-spot, cervical, and squirting, self-pleasuring 101, using your feminine energy to achieve and magnetize anything you want in your life from relationships to cash, the secrets to surrender in bed and in life, breast massage practices to tone, lift, and enlarge the breasts, BDSM 101 for amplifying polarity and really diving into your feminine self, cock whispering secrets from yours truly, the cock witch, and much, much more. To register, come to kimanami.com, look for sexual savant salons, and then click on how to be a well-fucked woman. Come one, come all. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms. <laughs>